That's my company. That's what that's, that's, that's <laughs> Sophia Manfredi. She is the founder of Blackberry. Black, Blackberry <laughs> app. Wait, where you pay a, you pay for an iPhone, but you get a Blackberry. That would be and so funny if we've had seventy comedians and then one founder of Blackberry, <laughs> one entrepreneur. <laughs> hey Nico. Hey Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little. Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Con. How are you? I'm good. I've seen you a lot recently, but we have not recorded the podcast in some time. Yes, I have seen you. For the boys at home, we took um, we took a trip upstate with, with six of our, our greatest loves and friends. Mm-hmm. And we, we, it was very cabin in the woods. Yes, very much. There it, was not a lot around us. Yeah. There was literally nothing. And it was like, we've talked about this before, but like when there's nothing around, you feel incredibly unsafe, but you really realistically probably are the safest that you've ever been. Well, it's interesting because it's like in New York, obviously you're closer to the possibility of somebody being maybe not wanting to harm you just because by the numbers, but it also feels safer because there's so many people around. But when you're in the, we were basically in a farm town and the closest house to us was like, I don't know. Miles. We were 4.8 miles from a coffee shop because I wanted Americano. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the closest, I'm not getting it. The closest grocery store was a price chopper 30 minutes away. Like and we, we went were, three to four times. Um, oh, and the first time we went, we went down this, what was the Google Maps claimed was a road. And we started to drive down this dirt road and then it slowly turned a into car. a hike. Like it was uphill, rocky, unsteady. There was a tree that fell down. At one point, Jesse said, should I get out and move that tree? And then I said, yeah, we sh- I, well, we're all have, we're here to help. And I was like, I think it'll be okay. I was driving the car, and I was, like, very nervous. But anyway. Based on my chillness, were you like, does Connor even value his life? No, I thought, so Maddie was in the passenger seat, kind of seeing everything with me, and was, like, anxious about it, and being very vocally, like, oh, my God. And I was just trying to keep it together. And then you and Jesse, very kindly in the back, were just kind of like, okay, we're not going to make this worse. <laughs> like, Yeah, I think that things like that, it's like, let go and let God. Yeah, that's you're, how I feel, You're going to live or you're not. The it's only, like, we can't scream about this. There's no... Yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to flip over at one point. Mm, I felt... I, I never felt like we were going to flip over, but I did worry we were going to get stuck in some mud. Yeah. It I mean, was treacherous for a couple... It's things like that where you're like thinking of all the anxieties that you've ever had and you're like, and it won't even matter because we're going to die. <laughs> Why was I worried? It's fine. In the back of the woods. Um, yeah, but the trip was really fun. We were in the middle of nowhere and I was feeling like the pressure to, like there were some, there were some um, like sports equipment outside, some balls and, and rackets and things. And there were two metal baseball bats and sitting on the porch and I was like, I'm going to take these inside and uh, <laughs> keep these on our side. God forbid we need them. And that's why I didn't learn how to play baseball. And they slept under my bed the whole time. You I was, needed them. You I were was closest the to the door. I was in the front. Everybody else upstairs. Me and Maddie downstairs just, were you just mad? in case. I wasn't mad, but it was kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I guess I should be well, the one Well, that room here. was going to be me and Jen. But like we, that was the smallest bed. And I'm sorry, but you and Maddie are lovers. And me and yeah. Jen are collaborative partners and best friends <laughs> and like we did need a king bed no for sure i, I wasn't upset about so it. so we wouldn't like i don't know touch. i kind of was accepting my fate that it was my responsibility to be on the first floor and have the baseball bats under my bed and you are definitely like the most <laughs> like i you're the uh, you're a protector 
Although I think I could beat too. When when you watch me play defense, where you're like kind of a little animalistic. Yes, we played basketball with my family. So we also went to visit my grandparents' house, and they have this barn, and they live on a farm, and they have this barn that they like clear out in the summer because the all the equipment's out of there, and they put a basketball hoop up. And so we were playing basketball with my family, and you were much better than I was expecting. Do you mean that? Yes. Oh, Jesus. No, you were good. I really liked it. I actually, I really did. I thought it was very interesting. I want to get good at it. Because I was nervous I put you in a position to do something you didn't want to do. No, if I knew, if I knew, there's two things. So so you took me to your family farm and I'm happy that I, I literally, I, it was beautiful I, to do a cookout and a basketball game. I'm like, what kind of rehab is this? This is like, <laughs> hey, Connor, here's exposure therapy on Max. You're going to eat a burger. And ice cream. And ice cream, At which I did. Did you notice? Did you, did you notice? I was like, I'm here to be normal. I was yeah. like, I'm here to, I'm here to cosplay as normal for this. And then with basketball, if I knew we were going to be playing basketball, I absolutely not, not have gone. And I'm so glad I didn't know because I was like, no, I can figure this out. I can do defense, offense. I don't know what, what, what is expected of me. I don't know how to be a good offensive person. But the good news was my sister was also there, and you guys were a perfect matchup for each other. Yeah, because it was like... Similar style. Hot beaches. <laughs> She's Jennifer Garner. I'm Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> and we're just doing it. I did find this thing I call performative offense, where you kind of... Pretend you're on offense. Yeah, and That's then okay. you kind of like stand behind someone and kind of move around. Sometimes people are defensive threats, and then offense, you don't really... Yes. Yeah, some people just get subbed in to play defense. I scored three times. No, you were great. I like I Which said, is remarkable because sometimes I it went so far from the basket. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were great. You were really great. Wait, I miss it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Well, we'll go back. Um, I'm trying to think of. You name. need to be with like safe people when you're doing something like that. Like it needs to be like this is a safe vibe. Yeah, your family is very safe. Oh, it's super chill. <laughs> they were never like, who's this 29 year old gay man? Nico brought from New York <laughs> City to play <laughs> basketball with us in our family farm. <laughs> My favorite thing that happened was when my grandma came outside and you said, this farm is, wait, do you live here? And she goes, yes. <laughs> I didn't want to assume she was a grandma. And then you were like, I love your farm. <laughs> uh, your dad also like never gave up on me in basketball. Like he would always continue to throw it to me, even though it never amounted to anything. And I thought that was really nice. Well, yeah, he's like, uh, we're, uh, we're there for everybody to play. Like it's not, yeah. yeah, it's not supposed to be like that. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh, wait, okay. The only, you might might not have a lot to contribute to this because you didn't stay up for the whole movie. But when we were at the Airbnb, we we watched this movie called Mambo Italiano, which I was telling our guest about yesterday when I saw her. And it's, for the boys at home, it's probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) I fell asleep, but I was tired. I know you were tired. I'm 29. That's okay. I have to stop bringing that up. (laughs) I like went from hiding my age to being like, to really open about it. I mean, to be fair, you're also sober and everybody else was not. So it's like. They weren't? Well, I mean, I don't think for much of the week. I mean. Were they high or drunk? I think I just feel like high. mostly high. But also, I mean, that keeps you like, it can keep you engaged further into the night than if you're sober. Yes, you're so right. It can so like right. prolong being tired or it can ramp it yes. up. Yes. But... Mom, but I did, I, le- I really liked what I saw of it. Was Jen there the whole time? Jen was there the whole time. Jen doesn't miss a movie. Neither do you Did usually, I snore? I don't know. I didn't hear you. Okay, but quickly, for the boys at home, Mambo Italiano is a movie that premiered at Cannes in 2003. It's a gay film about a guy who is an Italian second-generation immigrant living in Quebec and coming out to his family and the fallout of that. But it's written. it was originally a play, and it's, like, very funny, and also I cried several times. I recommend it. It's on Amazon. 
You should watch it. I'm going to compare it to Debs in that it was like this kind of queer movie during George Bush's America that maybe went straight to VHS that no one ever talks about. And it maybe only exists, for a minute we were like, does this only exist as a DVD at this Airbnb? And then we were like, what gay people own this home? Yeah. Because like... Kim and Russell. Kim and Russell. Who I've decided as one is Cheryl. Is the really, connection between <laughs> those two names? Cheryl. Yeah, they were British too, which is interesting. You're kidding. No. How'd you figure that out? I Googled Because the guy them. called Maddie. <gasps> To like be like, hey, here's the Wait, keys and all this that stuff. man. I oh. think, yes, we ran into a British man when we were walking. And I was like, we'll either see you later or we'll survive the weekend. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's going to be. We never saw him again. When you arrive at an Airbnb and you see a man drive by and you like make eye contact, it is the thing where it's like, oh, at the end of the movie, we'll remember when the mask comes off. It's like that this moment, we'll think this back to it. This guy was here, yeah. Before we get slaughtered. I know. Part of me was like, every time we were outside laughing loudly, I'm like, how far does this carry? Is somebody going to know that seven queer people are staying in a house around the street? That's maybe a problem. There's a lot of Trump flags around. I wonder if when we were walking, he's like, these losers aren't going to be an issue for us. Like, they're not going to burn this house down. They're just like nerds. Totally. Literally sitting there reading their books. I know. Um, Okay. I feel like that's... Do you have any boys clubs? Oh, wait. I'm so sorry to our guests. We have so much to catch up on. Wait, last thing I will say before we do our boys clubs is that... um, uh, Oh, to keep the boys at home updated about the Women's World Cup since I've been talking about it. The U.S. Women's National Team went out in the round of 16. It's the earliest they've ever gone out. But... Honestly, they weren't that fun to watch this year, and I think it'll be a good growing opportunity. The only thing I've been upset about is, and I put this on my Instagram story, there's this commentator for Fox Sports who has commentated on every women's soccer game, like U.S. women's soccer game, since I've been alive. His name is Alexi Lalas. He sucks. He's the worst. I don't know a single soccer fan who likes him. He's just like a conservative like dude who's like always negging the team and is like, this time around, he was like really trying to insinuate that like they're kind of recent like rise in fame and their fight for equal pay and their fight for like women's rights and queer rights and like BLM and stuff has like distracted them essentially from being just soccer players who win all the time, which I think is insane and I'm really like, disrespectful. Uh, who's giving a cis straight white man a platform to have that opinion? Exactly. About, this? about the women's soccer team. Like and if like, Mia Hamm wants to come on, is that softball? No, no, you're right. Yeah. I'd you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> if Mia Hamm wants to come on and comment on it, Sure, except for right. that one woman who said negative things and then people remember her. So. Oh, Carly Lloyd. Her. Carly Lloyd is also a bit of a conservative, I think, and she's quite, like she's notoriously was like somebody who was like a total hardo, and I think that her she's letting her opinion and her like closeness to the team maybe influence the way she's talking about it and isn't quite like giving herself that distance as like yeah. I'm a pundit now and I'm talking about it at a distance. My old woman that I knew who hates trans people on Fox News also hates soccer. So she had a, <laughs> she had a story about it too. Yeah, people are like it's a divisive t- for just I mean because people are inherently misogynistic and etc. But um yeah. anyway, all that to say, the rest of the tournament has been great. South Africa put on a fucking clinic the other day. They they also went out, but I was really I've been so excited to see some of the smaller nations who have like historically been underfunded programs really seeming like like you can tell by their uniforms like they have money now and they are spending it well and they're investing in these women and it's like fucking awesome to see and I've just it was been... hard to watch you watch that game knowing how it ended i woke up first and it was google it to be like i knew Ugh. how are you gonna feel today what's okay. Nico gonna experience okay so i said the night the game was at 5 a.m on sunday and we were leaving on sunday and we had stayed up kind of late the night before and we were gonna all get up at five and then i texted everybody and was like listen we're in the middle of nowhere nobody checked their phone we'll get up at eight We'll watch the replay. We don't need to know. We can watch it late. We can sleep in. And of course, four of you knew the score and told me you knew, and I, but didn't tell me what it was. But like, I was I like, never well, now, communicated. That. But I knew you looked. I knew you would. You did. <laughs> I was like, I almost didn't say anything because I was like, if maybe if I don't say anything, they won't care enough to look. But I knew you would look. <laughs> but then it's all right. Anyway, 
Anyway, all that to say, I've been really excited by the how much better women's soccer has gotten in my lifetime, and just like the you can tell from like how the teams are doing that there's all these programs are being funded and people are investing in it, and it just makes it makes me very excited for the future of it. Even though the U.S. are out, I think that's actually probably a good thing for the sport as a whole. I um, agree with you. I agree. I love Glennon Doyle. Our connection here is Abby Wambach, Glennon Doyle. Mm-hmm. I'm Glennon Doyle. You love Abby Wambach. <laughs> I love people tell me it's going to be okay, and you love soccer. So like. There's something for There's everyone something in that for marriage. Everybody. Mm-hmm. There really is. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I guess we could do a boys club. Do you have any? Yeah. Mine is the uh, period of immense growth and change that I'm experiencing ever since I started my morning pages nine days ago and also quit cardio because I fell down on my butt because I was on my phone and I was walking and then I missed the curb. While I was on my phone, what was I doing? I was listening to a podcast. What podcast? Ours. And <laughs> so I fell down. My butt hurts. I was like, I can't do cardio. So I might as well use this opportunity to kind of quit the addiction that I have, which is cardio, which I've made my higher power over the past couple of years. Okay. How's it going? It's going really well, but also bad. But every day in my morning pages, I, and also night, because sometimes it's midnight pages, but as they, they just have to get done. 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 It's well, like, I don't think you should think about it that way. I think it's like, I should try to do this today. They just and get to get done. if it doesn't happen, that's okay. If no. You do it, if no. you do it 70% of the year, that is excellent. If yeah. If you do it 50% of the year, that's excellent. If you're consistently thinking about it over the course of a year and you're like regularly trying to write something down every day, I think that's excellent. I've made immense growth and change and discoveries. It's really beautiful to just like kind of sit in it and write. Um, what am I saying? That's all. There. But like, so it's no cardio August and that's going fine. Okay. Well, we'll check in. <laughs> um, my boys club is also related to fitness and it is um, men who lift at midnight. <gasps> Are you ever walking past a 24 hour fitness or something? And you're like, who is Dude, 2 a.m. over right at now? vital 2 a.m. Literally. I'm like, you guys have got to get a group. We were leaving gutter one night. I think you were there. Yes, and there were and men there were in people, there at two in the morning. I know. And I'm like, you know, obviously everybody's schedule is different. Work out when you can, when you want to, what makes essential healthcare workers I'm just really concerned for anybody who's at the gym at two in the morning. I'm like, yeah, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be another hour block in your day. You want to free you them. You kind of want to throw a log through that window and be like, now you can run out. Cause you it can always free. has the vibe of, the guy who's like on TikTok who's like, I'm an alpha. I don't need anybody. I am a biohacking. I'm, and it's just like, yeah, what? it does. I think that if Let anyone that's, go. there's also this thing where men are filming themselves a lot at the gym doing reps. And I'm like, is this for the ticker talkers? Like, and I bet they're going to go, they're, gonna, they're going what's viral going. or something. They're going viral on their, on their cable flies. And maybe that's what I should do. Maybe that's what I do. Maybe that's my new move. These reels have been very bad. Maybe I go viral <laughs> on cable flies. <laughs> my well-constructed, interesting <laughs> jokes that are really a singular voice and interesting POV tend to flop. So maybe if it kind <laughs> Of, was more like well here's my body here's then maybe it would do better the thirst trap i guess yeah yeah there's no winning the internet unfortunately um all right should we bring our guest in i love you our guest is an incredible Whoa. writer producer model businesswoman looking to kind of start something i know a lot of you have money venture capitalist <laughs> um she is a writer <laughs> for the problem with john stewart no <laughs> john oliver I no. think. Wait, can we? No, you that? started with "I love you," so I can't do that. <laughs> that's embarrassing that I got that part. That's wrong. okay. That's pre- that's pretty ridiculous. When we're not on strike, she writes for John Oliver, boys. But she's not pr- promoting it. I am. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I I think it would be okay if I said that I write. For that you're yeah. there. I mean, that's what you were. You're employed by up until the strike. That's not. Yeah, I yeah. think that's allowed. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to finish it? No. The lovely, <laughs> the talented, the graceful, but gritty. Sophia Manfredi, welcome. Oh my God. Wow. Thank you so much. I have never been introduced Manfredi. so graciously before. Your name is like beautiful. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, it really is. That's the whole thing. I have no middle name. Just so you know, that's what you. Me neither. You need one. We have a lot in common. Oh my gosh! I, I as a kid, I hated it because I was like, everyone has. Everybody one. has one. Also, as a kid, I think people are every single day asking each other what their middle name is. Like, mm-hmm. like a constant topic. Of Isn't the root of it like Catholicism or something? Am I wrong about that? I don't know, cause my brother has one. I like my parents were always just like, yeah, we we didn't. Yeah. I like, okay. I think it's like... And now I'm okay with it. I, I feel like it has some roots in like yeah either religious stuff or like yeah. at some point when it was like, we got to keep track who's is who and everybody <laughs> has similar names. There was like... Like if you were like a... If you had a son and his name was also a Connor, but he could be have a different middle name, I guess. Like yeah. I think there was a period of time in Spain where every woman's first name was automatically Maria. And then... <laughs> like for real. And then yeah. it was just like you went by your middle name. Right. obviously by default you are Maria. That's like in, in Ireland, I think that's Mary. Like in the convent, it was like Mary Catherine, Mary Agnes, Mary right. Therese. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Mary Alice. That's <laughs> I'm just naming dead women at this point. <laughs> <They're all> dead, <laughs> dead Irish women. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I technically, I was I was given a middle name when I was born, but then when I changed my name, I was like, I don't need another name I don't use. Like I just Nico like, Connor. Keep it efficient. <laughs> It was Nico like, Connor Janda. <laughs> <laughs> One word. That's what I should have done. Our names are interesting together. Nico Connor. Nico Connor. Nico Connor. Totally. That is fascinating. Con-Nico. We could be a Con-Nico, Jeopardy. Yeah. Remember on Jeopardy where they're like the beginning and then the end, like Nico Connor. And it would be like, the, the clue would be like, like, um, sporty podcast host gay. And it'd be like, <laughs> me Connor. Does that make sense? Sporty <laughs> podcast. <laughs> totally. Sporty podcast. Because it's like the beginning is the first part and then the end of it's like the second. Like, <laughs> sporty podcast. We're going to start marketing this really as a sporty good. podcast. Um, wait, speaking of it sports. sporty podcast. Do you, have you cared about, at all about the Women's World Cup? Have you been keeping I, up a little? I've been keeping up with it. I haven't watched it. But I, 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 I knew about the round of 16 lost and yeah. i was like dang that sucks it was the earliest we've ever been eliminated in history true mm-hmm. it is it's been impossible i've everybody i've asked i've been like people have been like i haven't gotten to watch any games since like well of course they're at three in the morning like it's, it's impossible it's, yeah. yeah new zealand is tough is it yeah. new zealand or australia both okay. it's both yeah but i who but not oceana um well, is that how you say it i've never known okay. i don't know so. someone okay wait i want to fact check something with you guys have you okay i was talking to a friend in college who was from new zealand and okay. we were talking about the seven continents and i was like i was i learned in school that the seventh continent was australia yes and then she was like no no it's oceana obviously like who what said is this it? to you uh, this girl from New Zealand, and she's obviously correct because we oh, were, for we sure were right. ignoring all the small <laughs> islands and it. New Zealand. But it was like, I remember learning that the seventh continent was Australia. And I was like, who taught us that? That's so I incorrect. I think I learned Oceania. One I time think. I went on a date with a man who said to me, he's like, you know, Connor, not all voices are voices of truth. And he was right. Wow. <laughs> Whoever said the Australia thing. Yeah. That's yeah. really deep. Did you learn Australia? Yeah, he was deep. I learned Australia, but I went to a bad school. I guess I did too. I don't understand what they were teaching us. I that, know. That's like such a that's such a bad miss. Like it's there's only yeah. seven. <laughs> it's also it's not like it's they're both like weird word. I mean, yeah. Like, but I'm like, wait, let's see like if we can get them. Name them, the continents. Me, all seven, or are we going in a circle? We should we let's, should popcorn. We'll do a circle. We'll okay. do a popcorn. Okay, right, popcorn. Um, North America. South America. Immediately uh, Oceana. <laughs> Oceana. Um, I said it like a little like she's like, I was gonna say she's gorgeous. Oceana. <laughs> it's a fragrance, I think. Asia. Okay. Europe. <laughs> India. 
No. <laughs> yes, it no, it's not a continent. <laughs> You're missing. But in your defense, I feel like people say Indian subcontinent a lot as a mm-hmm. phrase. Ah, uh, we were not and doing subcontinent. Also the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I thought we were doing subcontinent. Okay, I'm sorry, I totally fucked it up. <laughs> oh, the Arctic. Yes, Antarctica. Antarctica. Africa. Yep, that's all of them. Did we do it? We got them. Yeah. We. Wow, we're really proving our um, education was great. <laughs> I know. Wait, but later when we say our schools, mine also is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> now we can say I went to Elon, which is a really good school for theater, which isn't what I studied. <laughs> and, and Sophie went to Duke, and Nico went to Wake Forest. Yes. And we all got English majors in North Carolina. Yeah. Yes. Read, wow. Reading under trees at Elon, I remember they'd be like, our com- like our competitor is Wake. Forest, and I was like, guys, just make it. We'll, we'll beat High Point. Like, if we make it High Point, we'll win that battle. I know. At Wake, they used to like kind of shit talk NC State and North Carolina, but then they would be like, "Well, Duke is like good. Your rival should like... be Davidson." No, are they no. bad? We're. I think Wake is a better school than Davidson. I agree no with shade you. to anybody who went to Davidson. I also no, think I ranking schools is stupid. Also, Wake, they would always say like, "We're a top thirty university," and it's like. So we're 30. Like, nobody's saying top 30. And Elon was number one. <laughs> It'd be like, we're number one of small liberal arts, liberal arts southern schools. But what the difference between in southern... Elon, North Carolina. Yes. And then it's like, yeah, but we're southern because we don't, we're not being ranked on this list as a national university, which is embarrassing. And I know that because I took a research methods class. <laughs> here. Research me- here? I was a political science major. Oh my God, I didn't know that. And English. You doubled. I, I watched Scandal, wanted to be a press secretary. Sure. But then it was like, how to pick improv would have been a great press secretary wait do you think so i think you would have been really good at like dodging i think you you have that energy too i kind of oh really yeah okay thank you i'll take it as a compliment well you're kind of also like journalist like i could see you kind of like holding a pen and like you're like what's going on with um what's going on with that that man in the cage yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like and then they would Dini, what are you talking about? <laughs> they would give you bullshit and you'd be like, okay. And you'd like write it down. And you're like, okay, well. I feel like you'd be the the one who could like field a question and and kind of like just like disarm them. Like yeah. be charming and then they kind of forgot about the war crime and then you're just like, <laughs> yeah. You would, you at softball you or would like be whatever. good at that. Yeah. I did used to work in marketing and that honestly is what marketing, that's what work is, I guess, yeah. in general. <laughs> that is what a nine to five is, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. Science. Did you like Duke? I did like Duke. Nice. Um, it's I had beautiful there. I always loved the architecture there. It's very pretty. It's very like, it, it looks like a, just like a college campus. Like yeah. they were just, and I think they did. I think they picked I think they just like looked at all the colleges that have existed since 17 whatever and we're going to we're going to make it look exactly like that. Yes. And I remember I think they told they they like cuz all these like stone steps and they picked they specifically picked some kind of like really soft stone so that it would like very quickly look worn down and like kind of like ancient and storied. Interesting. But whatever that rock is is so slippery and it, like when it rains <laughs> you just like it oh is so God. treacherous and it was like you had to try to look like this gothic cathedral and now everyone's like constantly just eating falling shit. over. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go there with that this isn't I support this. Did you go there with that girl who was a porn actress? Yes, Knox, yeah. Yes. I so I when all that came out, I I took a medical leave from school so I was like gone my junior year and I remember that's like when that all happened. Yeah. And it was very weird because I was like Oh, I go there, but I'm like reading news about this. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I felt so bad for her. Yeah, that's tough. That was yeah. the lacrosse team, right? Or was that, that diff- was that with the lacrosse team? No, this was. You're right um, there. The news a lot over there. Yeah. <laughs> they, 
It was a student who um, acted in porn and someone else, like someone on her floor, I think, had seen her in it uh, and like told everybody. And it became this like bullshit. huge news story of like Duke student does porn. And like some people, obviously there was like, there was, I feel like she just got shit from every direction. Totally. And before and OnlyFans, right? So it's kind of like not, yeah. I feel like OnlyFans probably has normalized a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Which is I great. Think so. yeah. 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 I think it was dead. Like, I think it was before that time. Yeah. Cause like t- around like 2015, that was not necessarily, uh, I mean, we were about to be in the Trump era. Like it was not necessarily, yeah. 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 I went no, there one time to a museum. A <laughs> oh, which one? Um, it was beautiful. It was archaeology artifacts. It was a museum. The that sounds right. That sounds yeah. familiar to me. That was there. Was, there was like an art museum. It was cool. I don't remember what class it would have been. Maybe concepts in American studies. I was an American studies minor because I'm obsessed. Oh my God, you had so you had so many subsets. You were lots of stuff going on there. Oh. Yeah, I think that I was making it for being gay, and I was like, if I have two majors and two minors, then people will be like. It's okay to use. He's a gay. student. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First and foremost, he's a scholar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your last minor? Communications. Nice. I really liked communications and I took a digital media conversion. You said, class. what are the four u- most useless things I can <laughs> <laughs> kind of get up? No, truly. In retrospect, it's like, majors are so dumb. Like, no. I had such a hard time picking. Wait, what did you read in nice. English? Um, I, I guess I, I didn't like have a concentration or anything. It was like, I like... I think you had to take one class from like certain time periods, but yeah. I did. I don't know how to answer the question. Wait, can I say something? We are three like hot English majors. <laughs> <laughs> they don't always make them like that. You know, like no, I don't. thought the English majors were definitely because uh, mine was a lot of girls. I had like they're not a lot of men, which was English. lovely. I loved yeah. that about it. Sometimes the classes would be like all women, and I was like, this is excellent. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm looking for. My Jane It'd Austen be seminar, all women, and then like my old German man professor. <laughs> yes, or it would be like <laughs> one dude who wears sandals yeah. and takes his shoes off in class, and it's like Ew. read the fucking room, okay? But <laughs> and he, on. oh my god, there was this one guy who would say, oh my god, we we read um, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. At, what, at one point, and he kept being like, Sir Gwain, and I'm like, you're the only one saying it like that. Stop saying it like that. He drove me nuts. He did the whole fucking, the, the whole teacher, time. We the professor. No, no, a student. A student. Everybody else said Sir Gawain, and he said Sir Gwain. Every fucking, and he talked so much in class. I was like, bro, you gotta get a grip and even take his shoes off. I can't. And so now all, he's in the all Senate. All of these, like, little, I'm, this has all been the same person. Yes. Like, the guy yes. who took off shoes up is, okay, got it. There's yeah, one person hair. you're talking about. Oh, my God. I feel like they were Love the it. quirky kid. They were, like, literally 12. Like, we had all a seminar together. And I would be, like, I like I was really big with, like, the sororities. So I'd be, like, kind of, like, out and about. And like, and then I'd go to English and be, like, okay. Like, we're diversifying our friend group here. <laughs> we're, like, branching out. We're Princess Diana at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I I feel you like... You're doing an act of service. <laughs> yeah, you're yes. getting your degree. You're reaching like going out. to seminar. <laughs> you're going to senior seminar. You're like, I got to pick up this English major to give these guys some friends. <laughs> yes. Give these kids a social life. Somebody to live for. <laughs> they actually, probably very queer, like a queer group bef- back when the world was not. Definitely. As. I feel like so much of what we read would end up being queer. Yeah, that yeah. was like so much Every of where class. I feel like I was learning about queerness before I even came out was like I was like we were reading things and talking about it through like a queer studies lens and I always remember being like I love when we do that. <laughs> 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 Didn't put it together for years. I'm going to file that away for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an academic. <laughs> yes, my senior son was about Jack Kerouac comparing Jack Kerouac to Jesus Christ. 
through oh queer theory. Wow. Yeah. And it, did it work? I don't know. But I had the idea on the first day of SEM and I just kind of went <laughs> with swing. it. swing. Okay. Yes. Love it. Well, I really stuck to your guns. Yeah. I love Jack Kerouac. Did you read On the Road? I didn't. Wait, what was, like, what's a book that was important to you? Oh, in college or in a different period of time? Either. I'm, I'm like trying to think of one in college that like really... I oh think what God, we're circling is <laughs> we all are having peppermint tipsy pops <laughs> that I got on eBay. We're circling that movie with that Skarsgård that's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Skarsgård, maybe Peter? that Skarsgård. <laughs> is this the one that I keep Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah, no, because we had a whole conversation the other day about is Peter Skarsgård related to Alexander Skarsgård, and then we found out it's no. Skarsgård and Skarsgård, oh. but we were conflated. I, I was like, known that. genetics mean nothing. If <laughs> <laughs> those men are related. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a, been a ruse. There's, there's, they're fully different last names. Um, that movie with Carrie Mulligan, where in education, I feel like that's like all us being cute English majors reading books. And like, I, we're like, I want to see the world. I want to go to the art museums. I want to read Jane Austen under a tree. Like that. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. You've got to see that movie. You haven't seen an education with Carrie Mulligan? No. You, you've got to see that movie. Okay. I think both of you would truly actually really love it. Okay. It's I on bet the list. that I would. Yeah. Rosamund Pike is there. Which one is she again? Will you remind me? Um, she was Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. Wait, we were looking at, we watched a bunch of trailers for movies last night, and there's this new, like, um, psychological thriller about these two, like, housewives from the 50s who, like, one of the, there's a kid in the neighborhood, like, one of the two mom's sons, like, falls off of a balcony and dies. And then it's, like, this whole, like, did one of them push the kid? And like it's like one of the whole, moms, yeah. And it's this whole psychological thing between these two moms, and it give, it's giving me like Gone Girl, where you're like, whose side am I on? Who are the moms? Like, I don't like, know. No, that's a different one. It's new. It's coming out. It, uh, Anne Hathaway's in it, well done, and sorry. somebody else is in it. But it was giving me that like kind of Gone Girl thing, where you're like, at any point, I'm on the other person's side, and I don't know who's right. And it's like very like unreliable narrator on both sides until you get to the end. So. I think it might be too scary because I don't like when moms are sinister. But <laughs> me neither. Oh <laughs> it my scares gosh. me. I don't like when moms are sinister and I, I like recently read this book that was like very, um, I don't know it, it was this like very unforgiving essay collection and a lot of it was about motherhood oh. and it kind of like spooked me. I, that would definitely spook me. Cause it was just her being like, ev- like it was just her talking about how she, uh, how like all the negative aspects of motherhood and not not like all the expectations all the societal stuff like the negative parts of like being around your kids all the time weren't discussed and i was like this freaks me out I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is scary like, yeah. it is scary because like i feel like part of it is like it's scary to see like mom is supposed to be the safest person in the world so it's already scary to see like there be some like spooky mom or like haunted mom or anything yeah. like that but then also like on an internal perspective of being like what if i'm a parent and i don't like it yeah i don't know if i want to read about that yeah, no, I scary. have to assume I'm going to love it. <laughs> yeah, right? I think I'm going to love it. Yeah. You want to be a mom? What's that? You want to be you want kids? Yeah. I want kids too. Yeah. How many kids do you want? I'm sorry. <laughs> Connor's always trying to get me to say I want kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on with your eyes? <laughs> I think three. Anything less than three, you're going to get weird kids. Well, I'm one of two. If that no, is. what I meant was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the thing with research methods is that it's there's always going <laughs> to be an outlier. There's exactly. <laughs> always going to be an outlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want three because I want them to like, I don't know, have like an ecosystem within them. And I grew yeah. up in a house of three. So I feel like I just like want to recreate what I had as a way of fixing myself. Okay. HBU. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I feel like 
two. And two's very it's like one is obviously no. But then it's, <laughs> I mean, no, no one with children. No, okay, no, no, no. Way. Um, And then three starts to feel unwieldy, I think. Or for three, I feel like I'm like, oh, I would, I have to have a child. Like Three, you become totally. Second. No, no, no. You have so, so much time, especially being a New Yorker. <laughs> That's true. And I think you're going to be very well off. <laughs> I do. I do think that Connor's Thank Connor's so loving the prospects for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm real. I'm gonna leave today feeling so confident. I was on a date yesterday, and he went to the bathroom. And How when he came it? back, I googled. I was googling myself, and I was like, if he sees <laughs> that, he I'm see? googling, <laughs> I was googling Connor Chanda Vulture to see if they got me again, and <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. And then you I don't know if he know. saw it or not. You, I always Google Connor Chanda. And then Connor Jenna read it, and now Connor Jenna Vulture as of yesterday. Oh, what happened on Vulture? I missed it. <laughs> Wait, but this is so crazy. I'm gonna cut this. And be like, we were in Vulture eight months ago. <laughs> Never forget. We got a shout out for the podcast six months oh, ago. Yeah, yeah oh it was cool. God. Yeah. But now that's like that's the kind of thing where it's like you always have to see like who's talking about me online because someone mentioned me on Reddit as a good fitness instructor, mm. and it was just like, God, it's never what you think it's gonna be for. <laughs> I have to fix my online fingerprint. I'll Google you. You want to Google me no, right now? No, don't. I want you to not. I'm don't. And then once I fix everything, I'll um in like a few weeks, I'll message you and be like, can yeah. you Google me now? You should reach out to my dad. He can help you fix it. Because one time I was arrested and then my mugshot came up first and he would spend hours clicking on all the other photos. <laughs> so it would send. <laughs> oh my God. Is that still out there? No, and I wanted to take back the power. That is such a sweet little like, what are they called? Click farms? Wasn't that a period of time in the sort of like the period where digital media was like very obviously going to be a, a total disaster. Right? Yeah. Was like and this was like 2012, 2013. We hired like 6,000 people overseas to click on our website all day. Wait, that's yeah. so funny that that happened. That's the original buying followers. Yeah. Yeah. Before they could yeah. AI that, they would just make people do it. Just click. <laughs> <laughs> so that you could like sell a side banner. I would like do that for Jack's my reels. For slightly more money. Jesus. I'll pay I'll pay a warehouse of people to click my reels all day long <laughs> and just watch <laughs> and send them. them to each other. And it'd be a really fun job. <laughs> I mean, they don't have to be in a warehouse. Like they could be at home and you're like, no, you, you're all in here. <laughs> click on my photo. So I want to know where you are. <laughs> you're like, you actually made it problematic. Actually, like what we were describing was a business idea. You were describing a labor issue. And <laughs> it's not the same. You're describing a jail. <laughs> we were just talking about like <laughs> And also you absolutely Absolutely can buy robots to do that. <laughs> Maybe that well, is yeah, what we're AI literally all wrong. <laughs> that is the business idea. It's like, what, what, what do you make with AI? Real clicks. People to click your reels all day. I think that's already happening. I think that's we're already happening. That. Wait, I had this idea last night where I was half asleep, and it's probably not, I'm sure somebody's thought of it, but I was thinking about like the whole issue with like the all the strikes happening right now and what they're doing with AI as it pertains to writing. And I was like, I wish that there was some way we could like be like, you guys are allowed to use AI to write like Marvel movies or big scripts for these like blockbuster movies that are gonna make a lot of money that you could have like a big profit margin on if you had to give like fifty percent of that profit back into the development of like scripts written by people, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that, that we could like be like, you can make all this money, but then some of it has to go back into. Because I feel like what they're trying to do is just like only make that, and it's like, what if you could do both? Because I wouldn't care if they like made AI movies that. Or like superhero movies, like I don't really see those anyway. So that's how I feel. Like anytime I read like, all these articles that I feel like spell out the doom of the industry by talking about how like the only things that are made are like existing IP and like the Marvel movie, right. and, like all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I I just like have never seen one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh wait, this is a hugely popular thing that is kind of a problem, and I just have never like I don't even know what they're right Marvel. what they are. Right. Yeah. I don't think I do either. And they could make even more money, presumably, if they were like putting. 
AI behind it and weren't paying as many people. But then if they took that money that they made off of it and put some of it back into like the production and development side of things for like actual, not I shouldn't say actual movies. Those are movies too. But like movies written by people. Yeah. I feel like that would be a good common ground where we could all just like fucking move forward. I don't know. Anyway. I'm down. I would, if anybody from the WGA AMTP is listening, <laughs> France could be all, like, Nico, that's a very good idea. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening live to the Boys Club podcast. That's Guys, we found the answer. Very good right. idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> Fran dresser. Uh, should we start asking about some What's boys a Boys clubs? Club you're a part of? Um, okay, so I wasn't sure which one to pick, but there's. You can do all of them. Two that come to mind. The first one is um, I um, is like eating like red meat and full fat dairy and just like all the foods that Jordan Peterson is like, you should only be eating this. <laughs> I like really like, and I, but, but I feel like it's, a, I, so I used to be vegetarian and I'm like now I don't, I, just, I don't like eat steak every day, but I just, I really like it and support it even though I know it's bad. Do you make it yourself? Um, no, I like never make it. You mean bad for you or bad for the environment? Environment. It's okay. <laughs> I know, but you know how some people are just like so intense about it. But I feel like I because I like used to, like never eat it, and now I'm like I'm so pro. Especially like the real milk thing too. Yeah. Like every time someone's like getting oat milk, I'm like. What were you raised on? What kind of milk? Regular. I was I was raised in a very meat forward household. Me too. I feel like meat was at the center of every dinner we had yes like it would be really hard for me to even conceive a food outside like i feel like a lot of some people grow up culturally without meat being such a central yeah. thing but that was absolutely at the center of all my meals so when yeah. i conceive of things to make for myself i'm like i could never be a vegetarian i don't know no. what to make other than chicken like, exactly. <laughs> yes. exactly. and like to not so yeah i don't but i feel like having been having been like a like sort of vegetarian like plant person whatever and coming back i feel like i have come back with like the feverishness of someone who was like i feel like sort of like a born-again christian like, like, this is like this most annoying kind of guy yeah where i'm like you guys gotta be eating beef and i'm like oh my god so have you ever been to peter luga's no peter I, should I go? wait we gotta go to peter luga's i would love i really want to go, go. go. <laughs> with you guys. wait that I would be great so bad i i love uh, there's something very like hot about just like a giant state steak and it maybe just like the vibe of like a steak dinner and like the people that would go to something like that. But like, that's just like such a grown up hot thing to do. I feel like it's where like men will like order for their wives. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. She'll have a salad. Ordering for the table. Yeah. Yes. And that's where men are making. And justice deals. for her. Cause she deserves yeah. a steak at Peter Luger's. Yeah. <laughs> steak for her. Scoop steak for her. Yeah. That's what I'm fighting for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's not, I don't like, I honestly don't eat beef that often. I just like, am really passionate about it. Yeah, Wait, we have this one thing that Samuel made us. Beef, it was steak tartare. Yeah, I love everything he's or ever done. Tartar. That well, I, I didn't like love that. I didn't. Ha- I didn't hate it though. I've never had that made. I don't know. If, maybe I had it like once at a restaurant. I've never seen it outside of a restaurant setting. Yeah, our friend Samuel. Sam made it. It was good. Do Dang. you know Sam Schaefer? Yes. Yeah, he's Sam Schaefer. He's a beautiful cook. He's a great cook. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, really good. He made what that. A talent. Yeah, he made like yeah. a five course meal one time for us. That's it so was delish. nice. Yeah. Did for his um, birthday. Yeah. That was what he wanted to do for his birthday, which is like, I could not be further from me. I'm not cooking up my own <laughs> birthday. <laughs> but that's what he likes to do. Wait, what was I going to ask about steak? Um, I love a beef bolognese. I love a beef bolognese right. too. I feel like... I also lo- or no, go. You no, go. I was going to say, I also love like all the, all the meat stuff that is not like a normal cut of steak. Like I um, also, so my uh, half, um, half Argentinian... And like uh, they are obsessed with beef and eat, they just eat like a bunch of 
they eat every part of the cow. And so I'm really also into like blood sausage and like chitterlings and like sweetbreads and all oh, of that. Cool. Just like organs and shit. What are sweetbreads? I forget what part of the cow it actually is. It's just like a very, very fatty blob that you like put on a grill and it's so good. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I, when, when it comes to like people being all uppity about like environmentalism when it comes to diet, it's I it just like... I, I'm so hesitant every time I hear anybody talking about like personal responsibility when it comes to these massive global okay. issues because it's like it, it's a really a lot to ask people to like be restructuring their entire diet in an expensive city around like things that they don't know how to access and like yeah. require a lot of knowledge of like how to like sustain yourself outside of meat products you know for sure like you can totally do it and be healthy but it like requires some some, I don't know. It You'd requires have to a lot buy of quest bars on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're not going to ship for six days. <laughs> a cardboard box on the stove, <laughs> full of quest bars, right, right where it needs to be. Well, the stove, the stove is storage when it's off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't cook anything, and I'm sad about it. I'm devastated by Learn it. Learn from your friend Sam. I think I might. Sam I bet is, he would teach you. Wait, he reminds me of my grandfather that died 15 years ago on July 13th, because he dresses so well and he always wears pleated pants. And he cooks really well. Please he likes the finer things in life. Yeah. I think that that's kind of like a grandpa thing. I feel like to just be like, I have decided that this is what I like and I will not deviate from it. Mm-hmm. Unlike my grandfather, Sam has a beautiful hairline. Well, that's, that's hard to be. That's <laughs> something to celebrate. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, cheers. Cheers. Okay. So you grew up with me. I did too. Every night we would have pork chops were big. I actually really like pork chops. They're really good. Yeah. And we'd have like chicken one sometimes. And then it would often be like, um, I forget what they call it. Mm, The red meat thing. I forget what they would call it. Like filet or something. But I don't think they call it filet. (laughs) (laughs) We would have meatballs sometimes. I I think it's meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) Red meat or balled up. Usually go spaghetti. Steak tenderloin. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. We had tenderloin. Totally. That sounds great. Lots of tenderloin. That's like, uh, Part of the cow's loins, tender's loins, I guess. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we had lots of loins. Yeah, yeah. we had a lot of. I loved my favorite um, shepherd's pie. I mm. love a savory pie. Yeah, yeah, mash, which which it, it didn't have the whole pie thing to be honest. It was kind of like, okay, Dad, <laughs> you you were here all day. I feel like you could have gone the extra mile <laughs> to make this a pie. Yeah, it was potatoes and beef. Yes. Does that count? And so peas. it was kind of a stew. We used to eat that. Really, ultimately, a stew. I love stew. Without, with, <laughs> yeah. It's very funny to be hold, three people holding lollipops, being like, "I love stew." <laughs> like, also, I do about? love that we're like, it's not class fair. It's in terms of class, it's not fair. We're like, we gotta go to Pico go. <laughs> To be clear, we've never I been to Pico Logos. Tenderloin every day as a child. <laughs> That is true though. Like change is going to happen on a national, systemic level. Like that's where we need we need policy. I feel like if it was like all of the companies and the government were doing everything they could to combat climate change, and they were like, "We need you guys to go vegan," I would be like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. If it's come to that, but I don't think that any I don't think any of the big companies are doing their part. And I I wore a mask. It's also like I don't know anyone who eats steak every day, and I'm like, "You need to go to to (laughs) two days." You wore a mask. Yeah, like I'll do what they say. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, my job's done. <laughs> no, I'm, Different I'm not issue. looking out for the group anymore. <laughs> that was a great like here. experiment of like when the government tells you what to do, we were like, okay, that's fine. We'll do it. Yeah, that That's about it. 50% of what people said. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's and not the, a good example. No, but the other part, 
saw that and were like, I will not do that. I exactly. will not be a sheep. And <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's actually, which valid. I don't want to come across that way with my, I, I obviously we all have to do our part for the climate. No, the I just climate, feel like if someone, if I eat a burger every like three weeks, I'm like, what is that? Yeah. I really want one. Yeah. <laughs> what I hope for this is that and we if get... And if it's all going to blow up, I want to have... I don't want to have not eaten my food. Let me have food. a hamburger on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, someone told me that we love... And that, I'm not saying this was crazy that they said it. I was just surprised. They said that an alien came to Earth, which is I a group sure. Wait, yes, but they that said totally that they got told us about the climate change. They were like, you've got to fix climate change. I was like, what you're describing is a movie. I was like, that did not happen. They yeah, did not. Like someone like your friend or like a public Like figure? one of our friends said that, oh. that Wait, the aliens no, there said was we have a to movie. fix there's a, there's a famous movie where like aliens come and oh, what's that woman's name? She's like in De- Zero Dark Thirty. Sandra Bullock, Jessica Chastain. Yes, Jessica Chastain's in it, I'm pretty sure. And the aliens come and they like teach her about like the shape of time. And it's all like Arrival? funky. Yes. That is such a good movie. Yeah, I've, actually, I've never seen time. it, but I was here. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's gonna be thinking about that for the grandfather's rest. alive somewhere. <laughs> Maybe according to Rebel. Uh, yeah, it was a thing where it was. Oh right, because there's. Wait, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, but okay. I just remember hearing about it, and that sounds very similar to what you were saying. That like the aliens came and were like, "This is the meaning of life," or something like that. Yeah, it's, all it's want. like that's cool. I like that movie. Yeah, but the aliens did come, or no? There was not no, totally. There I was missed, uh, I, there was something at a hearing last week, and I was like, I I forgot to look into it. I don't know if aliens have just gotten so like that's so crazy that anytime somebody's like, we found something, I'm just like, okay, like I don't know. I I like I feel like it always gets kind of swept under the rug, and like I, I don't know. There was some. This is forever ago. There was some article. You know, there's maybe there's more than one, but there's like a navy pilot or several navy pilots that are like we have seen these unidentified yeah. objects, or whatever. There was one, I remember reading an article and seeing a quote where there was a Navy pilot who was like, I saw it every day for months. And oh it was like God. every day for months. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I personally believe, I think you said this to me. Isn't it interesting though that like we don't have, there are no other country, no other group of intelligence has been like, we have this experience with aliens and now we all know about it. You know? Oh, uh, it's in the United States? Yeah. Like we're Well, not in- I don't necessarily know if that's, True. I feel like maybe they do, and we just aren't hearing it. We also, we have, huge, we, we have like a huge, we have a huge budget space surveillance. Yeah. Oh, you're so like right. we are doing more than most people in terms of like keeping an eye on everything. Yeah. yeah. And by most people, I mean other countries. Like no, down in Oceania. Yeah. <laughs> we always imagine that they would. World's policemen. We're like <laughs> the pl- the aliens are going to come to the farms of Iowa, and it's like <laughs> they might come to Argentina. Yeah. Like, we, we don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. We can't yeah. know. But um. Apparently they found like some non-human like bodies or something. What? You have to look Where? into it. What? I have no idea. I Google aliens all the time, even before everyone else started. Like I always <laughs> Google aliens. You were early to it? I was early. Yeah, I always Google like aliens, Trump. I Google updates on things. I always want to know what's happening. Just keeping so up to date. Yeah, that's why I don't Trump sleep Trump is a wild one. Well, there's always a new indictment going on. I, I always know. Like, and I don't honestly. It is such I a boy who cried wolf thing with me where yeah. I'm like, Yes. I feel like the last one they were like, "This is the biggest one yet." I'm like, "You shouldn't have told me about the last ten. Literally, I'm not even gonna read it's, about it. It's to be like, totally honest. call me when he's behind bars. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, like maybe freaking sack up over there at the <laughs> uh, the you know what at the DOJ. You can say <laughs> it. The you know what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, with that flower. Wait, I loved Oppenheimer. I thought it was good. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it, but I. Right, this is making me think. There's a new movie coming out, or actually, I think it already came out about the rise and fall of BlackBerry phones yes that sounds so 
interesting. Oh, and it's like you know, it's like it's got like a similar like like look and feel and tone to like when they did like the Social Network and like that, that type of movie. I, as soon as we watched finished the trailer, I was like, I'd love to watch this movie with my dad. I feel like he would really <laughs> like it, and like that would be a good movie for us to watch together. Yeah, yeah. The dumbest little game. I would literally just sit in the back of the car and play my dad's like brick game on the BlackBerry yeah. for all the time. Yes. Yeah. And that's way. Remember the that little like rolling thing. Oh my the little god. Rolling pad. Yeah. yeah. The mouse. Holy yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. Bro, I would kill for a BlackBerry. We gotta get you BlackBerry. If you're listening, bring (laughs) them back, please. I think think there would be a market for them right now. I really do. I think that they could create an app on a smartphone where you kind of use a smartphone as a BlackBerry. Who would want to do this? Us. Like that's my company. That's what. That's that's (laughs) Sophia Manfredi. She is the founder of BlackBerry. BlackBerry (laughs) app. Where you pay you pay for an iPhone, but you get a BlackBerry. That would be and so funny if we've had seventy comedians and then one founder of BlackBerry, <laughs> one entrepreneur. <laughs> I really want to get someone in local office. Well, actually, national if we could, but like someone in office. No offense to local. No, you could. You you should get someone. You like if AOC like came on, we'd have to be on our best behavior if AOC came here. You, I feel like you could get her. She's always like doing stuff in New York. I feel like she Which would makes grow me us. skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, how do you have time for this? I feel I'm like not skeptical of any politician who has time for the Boys Club podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, "What's your Boys Club?" We'd be like, "Men in government." We'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> we hate Get them, em, girl." What's your other Boys? Yeah. Club? What was the other one? My other Boys Club is that I really um, care about Ernest Shackleton and like that era of Antarctic expeditions. I'm like really into. Wait, was he? Did he write that book? He so he is the one who like single-handedly like he was on this expedition to Antarctica that went like so horribly awry mm-hmm. uh. and he um basically like saved everyone's life over the period of like months. But it was crazy. He had to like leave them all on this island and then like leave Antarctica and like come back and rescue them and like no one by, l- by foot. Um, by boat, but okay. like there, but like the, it's crazy. There's a part where he like him and two other people in a lifeboat um, went like 800 miles across a super choppy part of the Arctic Ocean. Oh like that was like one leg God. of the journey, and no one died. It's Wait, like insane. Why were they there? Because it was when everybody just wanted to explore Antarctica because they like hadn't. Yes, kind really. of like the submersible, but like different. A little. Uh, I'm ready to be wrong. <laughs> I think it's a little bit different because of the submersible. I mean, I guess that it, it, there is like an Im, like an exploration. Like this had more of a scientific. Impulse. But this, the, yeah. I mean, I guess there there definitely was like part of like an imperial project part of it from like sure the country's part. But even that isn't like well, there because there weren't people there. I'm like it's kind of harmless. Like, yeah, as long as they're not harming the ecosystem in Antarctica, it feels like it's like I guess yeah. You they can were go just there. like curious and they like knew about the poles and I think like wanted to see what that was about. Um, it seems so scary to be in the middle of nowhere like that. Oh, it's and so the, cold. Yes, <laughs> I was scared in the Catskills. How do you think I'd feel in the Arctic? The <laughs> <laughs> crazy thing they also had um, for the last for for I think it's for that one. There's a documentary on YouTube narrated by Liam Neeson that I will send your way. Okay, um, hot. But um, what? Hot. Uh, right? And yeah. I meant it. He should be in the corner speaking. He sees his face. <laughs> he just sees a little thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him <laughs> narrating that is like us doing this without video. Like <laughs> yeah. all these hot people that are like, we're confident in our ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to tell you about them. Um, he, wait, what do you think I was talking about? Um, oh, the point is they had uh, like a camera. So there's like a little bit of footage 
of them like trying to like saw this basically their ship gets like frozen into ice so they have to leave it and it right. crushed and collapse but there's like footage of it and there's like footage of them like playing with the dogs that they will later eat like it's just like the <sighs> wildest ride i know i'm so sorry oh my god wait okay so i think i read a book about this in high school there was a oh book called god. like perseverance or endurance. like endurance yes yes so that yeah. was a, okay so we always had like summer reading from our english teachers in high school i'm sure you guys also had that where you had to read a book over the summer but then there was one year where we had like an interim head of school Head of school. I went to a private school of K through twelve. Is interim is K so. I know there were like sixty kids per class. It was a small school, but yeah. so we had like a headmaster, like head of school, and there was an interim one between two guys. And country day school. Country day school. Savannah country day school, and he was like the oldest guy ever and he <laughs> made us read that book and everybody obviously I saved it to like last weekend and I was just like I but as soon as you said Ernest Shackleton I was like I know that name from uh-huh. something I totally read that book but I would like to reread it now because this is actually really really interesting I've never read it as a thing so I'm kind of like a, a poser but I, he is lionized at this he's like an old school like hero he's like so grizzled and shit and I feel like before I went into it I was like okay I don't know. I'm sure I'll care about this a little bit. And I left being like, I would die for Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. They killed the dog. It's like, that's a man. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I that, uh, there's there's, like, a, yeah. there's so many like dumb, like we're around, especially in New York, there's like so many like finance guys and like things like that. Are, oh, and it's like, you're not a real man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. There's people in Antarctica saving lives. Okay. Call me when you're killing an elephant seal with your bare hands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to feed your employees. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I have to read this. <laughs> Again, I've never read it, but I can oh, watch for right. the YouTube I have to watch. Well, that's what I meant when I said read. Reading is To be fair, I didn't really read it either, but I was asked <laughs> to read the book. And I remember the by only other school, thing no I re- by the head of school who was so boring, can't even remember his name. The only <laughs> other thing I remember about him is that we had a Veterans Day assembly and he was speaking and a squirrel got loose in the gym <laughs> and was running and everybody was freaking out and he was like, keep it down, keep it down. And we were like, that bro, there's, there's a squirrel running around. <laughs> we're going to be excited. <laughs> have you ever seen that video of when there was a bat at um, a Spurs game and Manu Ginobili? Like, <laughs> yes. It's crazy. Okay, there's a bat in at an NBA game and and everyone's like kind of freaking out about it, and then this one player, Manu Ginobili, just like so like a hundred feet tall, just like swats it out of the air and kills it. It's crazy. <laughs> the bat dies. Like no problem, just smacks the bat down. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's pretty crazy. I have to. The bat dies, right? For sure. For sure. It's for sure. it's also it's a relative of um who's the, Randy Johnson explodes the bird with the. Ba- you know oh, what I'm talking about? there's a pitcher yes. who pitches a baseball and a, and a pigeon goes <laughs> by and just it blows full up explosion. It's crazy. Guys. And it's like, what are the odds that the baseball and the pigeon are even going to meet? <laughs> I know. Like so small and just <laughs> complete it's explosion. Crazy. It's like I'm coming off like a violent person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this. I like that you know both of those things. That's very interesting. Because <laughs> I, I don't know very much about sports and I'm just like, here are the two times an animal has died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're violent. I think you do, you do possess a darkness. <laughs> but I like that. <laughs> I like that about you. I was going to say you pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Thank You're you not so simple. Much. Savannah is obviously very, um, it's very, I don't know. There's, it's an, we lived on an island basically because of like the way the intercoastal works. So it's like very outdoorsy there. And there was this um, <laughs> nice crunch. There was a, a big tree that w- hung over uh, my room and my parents' house and a squirrel like a um, oak. 
Big cool. oak tree, yeah. Nice. But this squirrel got underneath um, the like the roof and then got into this like crawl space that was connected to my room. So every day for like months, I would hear this like scratching and in the mm. wall, and I was like, "There's something in the wall." And I had this pillow by my bed that I would, if it was like the weekend, I would throw it at the wall. And I would, some one time I heard the thump, like a squirrel like <laughs> fell off. <laughs> and then one day there was a bunch of flies in the house, and my mom Wait, was like, "If it was the weekend, like if you were excited, no, if I was sleeping in." Oh. Like if I was getting up over like school, like I it wouldn't like wake me up, but like sometimes it would be going off at like eight, and I was a teenager, and I was like, I don't want to wake up. Yet. I thought on Saturday. You said, if you were excited about something, you yeah, would I was fucked up on the weekend. I'm punching walls. I'm getting squirrels. <laughs> you would throw a pillow at the wall because you were like, it's a week here, it's a week and weekend. weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to sleep in. But then one day there was a bunch of flies in the house, and my, we were like, what the fuck is going on? So we went up to the like this part like cl- like where the attic is. And there were so many flies, and then my sister and I had to get a shot vac and just like s- suction them all up, and t- and then we found out the dead the squirrel had died, and it was up there in the attic. Oh. How did it die? I think it just like got stuck in there, and it didn't have any food. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, vacuuming up bugs is really hard. It was I, tough. Yeah, it was kind of gross. <laughs> it's really bad. I um worked at a, uh, an aviary for a summer, and I you had to like clean their cages. And there were these little, they were like, you know, like the little roaches that are like, maybe like the size of like a horsefly. Yeah. They would just like kind of collect at the bottom and you had to vacuum them up. Ugh, and I, I hate cockroaches. they're really bad. And I, I think must've been trying to take one for the team or something, but I was like, I'll change the, the bag in the vacuum, but it was like too full or something. I don't fucking know, but it like exploded. Oh. And it was just a full vacuum's worth of dead cockroaches <sighs> on the floor. And I was like, I don't oh. like it here. Oh. It was really bad. God, that's horrible. That's horrible. When yeah. I, when I, when we moved to Savannah, I think that's when where I was my darkness comes from. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when we moved to Savannah, when I was a kid, um, I, we were in this rental house for a minute because we were trying, they were trying to, whatever, doesn't matter. We were in this rental house for a bit and it was like, totally infested with cockroaches and my we called it the bug shack (laughs) because it was totally infested with cockroaches and um i woke up one morning to a cockroach crawling up my chest when i was like eight years old and i have i've never been the same no that was my worst nightmare it was horrible oh my god they still give me the the, i can't we're like connor's grandfather (laughs) (laughs) i was like can he hope an icing (laughs) that's really upsetting Also about um, Ernest Shackleton, I did not think uh, continents would come back up in this episode. <laughs> no, that yeah. was a teaser. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're talking about Antarctica. Now we just have to talk about India. <laughs> <laughs> the sub- oh we'll get to the God. subcontinents. Yeah. <laughs> was it a golden retriever? What kind of dog was it? The ones they ate? Yeah. I think they were all like huskies. Okay. Uh, they were, but they, it, it's like smart to bring them. They, yeah. There was like... Are they there for food in the event? No, they were there for sleds. They were because... No, I don't, now I'm getting the timelines mixed up. But there was a period of time where everyone was rushing to be the first one to get to the South Pole. And there was like the, the basically this Norwegian group and this British group going at the same time. And the Norwegian group like kind of only brought dogs and it like worked great because they were just really fast and they're like really strong. But the British ones brought ponies that would like sink into. Th- they also tried to bring like not a car, but like something with an people. engine that like, totally <laughs> got fucked. And they, they brought like work. stuff to do like they like if they didn't pack. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but the dogs were really, I don't know why I had to say all of that. What year but, was this? Um, it was interesting. You painted a picture. Very or like early 20th century. I want to oh. say. Yeah. 1908. When you said there was a race to get there, do you remember when they were making Chasing Liberty and First Daughter at the same time? No. Katie Holmes versus Mandy Moore. And they both Not had movies. About, no one ever knows this. Okay. Tell no us. No. 
<laughs> I feel like I've said it before. Okay, in 2004, first daughter with Kitty Holmes came out, but in 2003, Mandy Moore, Chasing Liberty came out, and both are movies kind of about the first daughter being wild. This was kind of maybe loosely based on Barbara Bush, who was the hotter of the two Bush twins, but not the one you would know because she's not on the Today Show. That's Jenna, Jenna. who used to be a Republican but now likes gay people. So just kind of, we're not really sure. But Barbara was the mom. That's not Barbara is the mom, and then they named the older daughter after Barbara. Whoa, Barbara Junior. Barbara went to Yale, and the other one went to UT. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all go to Yale, right? Like all the Bushes. No, the the one on the Today Show went to like UT Austin or maybe Texas. Go Horns. Go horns. What's this? Is this, what's this? Only the best get crowned. But they were in a race to finish this movie. And then Mandy Moore chasing Liberty won. And then First Daughter got pushed back like a full year because they were kind of like both about the First Daughter. Well, that's about like also when the um, Justin Timberlake, Mila Kunis, and then Ashton Kutcher and um, No Strings Attached. No Strings Attached and Friends of Benefits came out in like the same summer. Oh. Yeah. That's the exact same movie. Basically. Yeah. I mean, so not, that's how Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis like. Wait, Rekin- uh, yeah, no, they were in opposite movies. Oh, but no. But they were they, together at the they time, They were in I think. opposite movies, and then they, like, started hooking up or something. We're like, it's like our movies. Uh, this is ba- definitely based on Instagram. Like, something, for, like, no, something like that. Yeah, I feel like I remember that, because that was, what, like, 2012 or something? I don't know. What anyway. if we did modern mm-hmm. retellings of movies from 2013? <laughs> 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 this is, like... <laughs> now they have iPhones instead yeah. of Blackberries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what AI would do. Yeah. Maybe that's AI. Maybe that's what AI is going to be up to. Um... Wait, I had something else to say about the... Oh, so I went to um, I went to Banff, Canada a couple weeks ago. Oh my God, how it was, was it? It was beautiful. And we got to go on a um, on a glacier, and it was really cool. And they had these huge, like, trucks that, like, are designed to drive on glaciers. And the, at this, like, glacier park, national park in Banff, they own, like... They're like, we own all but two of these vehicles in the world. The other two are owned by the United States government are, and are in Can- and in uh, Antarctica. And I was like, fucking, of course we have the other two. <laughs> like, the U.S. Yeah. government's like, we ought to have two of these super yeah. insane vehicles that can drive on ice. Just in case. Just in case we ever Back need them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that's where I do think that we're all safe. 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 I have a sibilant <laughs> S that I'm trying to get rid of. That's where a I do that. We're all an sibilant. My acting teacher told me that in high school. It just means that it like sounds ugly. I've it's, never noticed that about your asses ever I once. I like your. I think you have a wonderful voice. <laughs> no. Never once have I noticed that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, but um, and but then uh, then COVID happened, and I was like, I don't know that we do know anything. We we're not protected. And then also this thing with the aliens, where like the aliens are going, the alien man is going to Congress. And they're like to complain about the military, and then like Congress is like mad about the military, and I'm like, are you all in the same Slack channel? Like you are mil- the military, right? It, it does seem like there's a lot of um, infighting. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me know. wonder if we actually are safer than I realized if Congress doesn't talk to the military, because maybe the military is like Matt Gates is in Congress, we're good, we don't need him in our Zoom calls. Yeah, maybe they are like separate entities. I have no idea. It does sometimes either. feel like the U.S. government. I'm sorry, the U.S. military is its own country. <laughs> it, it probably yeah. could be right. In ter- I'm sure in terms of like budget, it's like oh yeah, it's probably like the tenth biggest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Like something insane. Something insane. Yeah, could damn be near a continent. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Um, should we ask continents. our uh, back continent? Should we ask our next question? What's a boys club that you're not a part of? A boys club I'm not a part of. Uh, one that I feel like is considered. I don't know if a boys club, but it, I think is considered a, a male trait. Is like being very blunt or speaking with a lot of just like confidence and conviction all the time. Mm-hmm. Do, that. Um, do I? Not in a bad way. Okay. I like and I think, you. yeah. And, and so I, I don't, I don't do that. And I think it's good sometimes. I also think though, 
I think more people should be less certain is how I feel. Yeah. I don't think more people should be more certain. I think like, I think if you really know what you're talking about, of course, speak with conviction and like everything. But sometimes I'm just like, I know there are people who are kind of like blustering their way through things. And if I have to change, I think they should do. (laughs) I love what you're saying because I feel like there's a lot of like discourse around, especially with like uplifting women and young girls and like feminism that is like teaching women to take on more like quote masculine traits or be more like act the way men do in workspaces and it's like i actually think what should be happening (laughs) is men should be acting a little bit more like having more feminine traits or acting how you know like you're saying like not always knowing the answer and like asking more questions and being more patient and like all those things rather than being like i am right and i'm being assertive (laughs) it's like unless you're asking for a raise that's kind of the only time that that needs to come up I feel like people yeah. are always like, it's like, stop apologizing. And I'm like, no, everyone else should be yes. like, I'm going to keep apologizing this amount and everyone is probably should be sorry for something. <laughs> like, right. Ratchet up the it's apology. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay not to know. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. I can't tell if you're making fun of me. But no, I agree, I agree with you. With you. That's okay. a beautiful, like flipping over the head of this thing where it's like, stop Very saying just in emails and yeah. stuff. Say just. And people are like, you don't have to p- use exclamation points in every email. And I'm like, you every. I can't should. stop doing it. I can't stop. I try. Yeah. I, I'll go through there and I'll police myself and I'll take one out. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Who cares? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Like, I, I, I'm like, I hope you and your family are well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm taking it up. Uh, yeah, it's let's like, go. Yeah, yeah. That is such an interesting. That's such a flipping over on its head of this whole thing. We're we're all over here. Trying, I'm very I fe- a feminist, feminine, not feminist. I'm feminist, but a feminine communicator. <laughs> I'm very feminist anyway. Not a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I like a very feminine in my communication. There's a lot of just, there's a lot of just wanted to see if that's okay, blah, blah, blah. Totally. I think, I never say that a fact. I always say, I think a wondering I have is. A wondering I have. Love that. Yes. I'm gonna start with that. That's the beginning of a beautiful poem. I have. Yeah, that I'm starts with a, like a big W. Wondering. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm wondering, but I, I'm like, just it's a the dumb first gay. Part of the page, but there's like little gestures. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that it's yeah. Be wrong. I yeah. I feel like <clears throat> I think about this a lot with like I don't know just the way that all of our behavior and everything is so gendered and just like parsing through my own relationship to that. That like especially as I'm becoming more. Uh, confident in myself and you know and just like feeling more like I'm presenting the way I want to I feel more inclined to like think more about like the feminine qualities I do want to make sure Mm -hmm. I retain and and keep fueling and more often I'm thinking I'm like yeah like more really I think more men should be acting this way (laughs) like I don't (laughs) think that I'm doing anything wrong I I think I think more men should have more feminine qualities about them yeah yeah because yeah I think it's always taught like girls need to need to like yeah like be like guys and it's like it really should be the opposite everyone should be <laughs> yielding to each other constantly yeah 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 it should be more yeah just like generally more gracious and more like understanding yeah we fixed it we fixed it this is what about what we do on this podcast <laughs> we, f- we fix it <laughs> we bring on our nation's business leaders <laughs> to fix things. sometimes we do sociology here and that's what this felt like it's important to do sociology do you feel you feel like you apologize a lot in your communication yeah, I think so. I think I'm pretty stereotypically like a a very girly communicator. Do you get steamrolled in group settings by male communicators? Um, I want to say no, but I wonder if... I just, I'm, I'm like, I don't know how often I'm in like a... Because I feel like socially, no, because of, I feel like my friends are cool or like they're not people like it's usually not 
someone who do that. And then professionally, I feel like not like it's not I feel like the structure of my job is like not conducive to that like there's never a like kind of meeting where there's like six people going at once yeah I don't know but yeah. I think in the past probably I don't know I have a friend who's uh she works for a bank like doing like trading sales and trading kind of stuff on like the floors like very like finance and she is five feet tall and is like a very small but like I she's obviously great and great at her job but I'm always just like you're a warrior. You're a warrior going into that space every day and I just taking up the, the space you can. That's like still. I know. That feels crazy. I feel like with how much people are like talking about like finance and like technology and stuff. I'm like, I can't believe there's still people running around. What are they? What are they I doing? I know. It's like those are the jobs that need to be AI'd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get those guys. The conversation. Yeah. Get those or guys out of there. Can, is that a? Is that no, a? No, 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 no. You think an AI know. can teach? I guess maybe, but it feels I had like nuns that's... teach me reading. No one ever thinks that's funny when I say the church has nuns on retainer that they send into schools to teach kids <laughs> things like, you know, reading. And it's like, that's crazy. Yeah. We're going to have our worst nuns teach <laughs> <children>. <laughs> Here's a 95 year old to teach you how to read. She can't walk, but she's going to teach you how to read. But we got to and... give her something to do every day. Yes. <laughs> but she's free. She's, gonna... <laughs> so... she's free between eight and three. So <laughs> not a lot going on for Not much Mary going Annie. on at the <laughs> at any of the Marys. She didn't have a classroom. She would sit in the cafeteria and the hours where the kids didn't eat lunch and we would go and see her oh my god that read. is so funny you had to come to her for class yeah well, she couldn't <laughs> move dude when she i went to catholic that. school for i went to catholic school for two years kindergarten and first grade and we our gym was the lunchroom and also there was a class in there too like they're really <laughs> making it work with the space like they're like yeah. we'll would have the, room for it don't would worry the tables be there during gym class they would like fold up oh nice. into the like I don't know. To the, they push them off to the side. They like became. They almost looked like bleachers when they totally. Down. I can see it exactly. It feels yeah. like a safety hazard. Really. It, oh, absolutely. When we were it's doing like the scooter bed. games, yeah, you're like, oh don't God, run scooters. into the tables. <laughs> and even though they're very close, this is not a big lunchroom. Like, yeah. Did you guys have a multi-purpose room? Yeah. That what was so, it called the multi-purpose room. Yeah, there would be like tambourines in there. <laughs> yeah, it was where music class would be. Yeah, yeah. And if it was like, if you were supposed to have recess outside, but it was storming, then it was like, oh, we're gonna do like a multi-purpose room recess. Which I was like, kind of sucked but it yeah and it's where like some after school activities i just i miss the notion of a multi-purpose room did you go to catholic school i did not i went to public school slime thanks are you catholic (laughs) no i like i was baptized and my parents were catholic to very my mom was very catholic and my dad is extremely not catholic so I think I was raised, I was like steeped in Catholic vibes, I would say, but that's such a stupid phrase. No, mind. not at all. But I was like, also steeped in Catholic vibes. But like, <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't really, like I went to mass pretty rarely and I don't know, I don't know like the main characters involved really. It's always nice when they're like, we're going to give you all the guilt, all the <laughs> yeah. shame and none of the spiritual part. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. What, what's me, what's a boys club that you wish to see in the world? I, okay. I don't know. If this is like the if this is what the question should be, um, but I think that people I feel like everyone collects little things that they that are like like I feel like everyone when they like read something or see something or there's like a song lyric they really like like kind of registers it and I think yeah. everyone should just be sending each other that all the time. Yeah, I yeah. think there should be a little group chat where it's like if there's like a song like you really like or like a little quote that you really like like you should just I have like a Google Doc where I like keep like a bunch of quotes I like and I'm like oh it's so nice to share them but like. Can you, if I like, po- like, if I posted a quote that was meaningful to me on my Instagram, like, that is 
unacceptable. You know what I mean? Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. If I Wait, did that. I tried to do it on close friends. <laughs> but I would like that to be more acceptable. And then people were like, Caroline Dunn was like, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> yes. But that's the line was, so I'll go back to LA and to my so-called friends who will write books about me if I ever make it. And yeah, I'd ask if you were okay too. <laughs> Is that a Lana Del Rey lyric or something? No, it's Taylor Swift oh, evermore. Okay. Wait, mm. but wh- I think you're describing Pinterest. I may be describing Pinterest. But I never had it. I have, an, I have an uh, additional. So last summer, we a few of us had this like group chat where we because there's a there's a um, a woman who's a writer who does this like list every week on her um, Substack that's called 15 Things I Consumed This Week. Okay. Her name's Haley Nauman, and she's she's a really good writer. But she has this like list of 15 things she's consumed every week, and it's just like a little blurb about like here's a movie I watched, and here's some I tried this new recipe, or like literally whatever. Um, and so my, some friends and I, we started sending yeah, each like other that. our list of 15 things every week and it became hard to keep up with and we've like gone out and in and then we ended up doing like 10 things for a while because like 15 Fif- can I was get... I going to say 15 15 stuff. It's daunting. A lot. Yeah. And I think most weeks I'm not doing 15 of anything. For sure. And it ends up being stuff like you kind of really like are like this is... Uh, you kind of stretch what consume really even means but yeah. it, it's fun because it's like a way to like check in with friends and be like... And like we sent, put in bed pictures in them and stuff, and we each send it to him. Like every, I want to start doing I that again. That. It's really fun. I'll let you know if you would like to join in. It's like I would love to join. 15 yeah, things. yeah, that's I, fun. My college friends recently started this thing called Letter. It, we didn't start it. It is like a service, but it's called Letter Loop, and it lets like every three months, everyone gets an email that's just like, it's. I think it asks like for like a highlight or like something you're in trouble with, like one photo. It's just kind of like an update, but you can one also photo. send questions. So it's like you can if it's coming up i can send one that's like you know whatever uh, not this but it's like what everyone think of barbie or whatever yeah and then like everyone gets that and then at the end it like turns into a little newsletter that's awesome very sweet and i i was kind of shocked by how much people participate in it i would love that because i have a bunch of friends from college who i i think everybody feels this way like you just don't have the time to keep up with everybody or you can't you know or i'm it is like you do it all at once it's so nice yeah and like i would love to know what they're up to in like a real way and like actually get to like be like yeah what what is going on with your life i have no you know but because you can do your own questions you can also just do like like you can do like stupider shit yeah and it's nice too i'm yeah this is all uh, and are you close with college friends I am, yes. You're Blue Devils? Honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I went to... Um, Let's go Blue Devils. <laughs> oh, no. I'm thinking of UNC. Never mind. That's Star um, Heels. That is Star Heels. That's true. But I, I I feel like I'm supposed to hate UNC, but I like UNC. And my mom went to Duke Law. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a really pretty part Her and my dad were LDR campus. for a while, which is a term I learned on this podcast. What's LDR mean? Long distance relationship. Oh, I, how did they meet? And <laughs> how, like, me, what happened? You. They met when they were undergrads at LaSalle University, which is a college that my grandfather worked at. Okay. And they met and then they fell in love one summer at the shore and they said, you want to, you hear about that gay cancer? You want to help out and (laughs) make some more? (laughs) And then they, my brother, my brothers are gay. And then they, um, I actually knew that from listening to this podcast. Wait, yeah. I did my research. They're all gay. And, um, and then they were LDR for a minute and then they got married, but they said they got married too young and didn't move around enough and that we should explore. How old were they when they got married? 24. That's young. That is young. That's really young. But that feels part of the That's when my parents got married too. Yeah. Right? Which now sounds yeah. crazy. Like my parents were 27 when they had me. I'm like. That's nuts. That's nuts. That's cool. Yeah. That's like very weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my parents were 30. I don't know. <sighs> that's crazy. I think my. Mm, my mom went to work the next day. Both my <laughs> The next day? She, like, the next week, she was kind of, like, right back to work. Wow. I think she felt pressure as a woman lawyer to be, like, no, totally. I'm not taking time for Different my Different time. Different time. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Which, again, gets back to we need more men to start 
acting a bit more like women and not the other way around. Yeah, have a I baby. think she's the other she's way around. Yeah. <laughs> she's well, I think there was a long time yes. where that was kind of like you're saying that was the expectation of you wanted to be like I'm a woman working. I'm I'm gonna like I'm just do gonna more above and beyond of what yeah. the guys yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which like completely. We need to move in the other direction. But I like I, like this, I love this idea. boys club. Yeah, that's great. I okay. Maybe I'll start a little like some kind of quotes newsletter. Yeah, that's oh, so I we just started um <laughs> different. But uh, our song of the day playlist with like six yeah, of our friends, yeah, that's which I fun love. Too. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, because it is so sweet to be like, oh, I can. All my friends now will hear this song. Maybe I'll I was listening. I've been listening to the past couple of days. It's been great. Every once in a while, yeah. you'll get one song that somebody threw in there, and you're like, Paris Hilton's song. This is not the vibe <laughs> of the rest of the playlist. <laughs> yeah, sharing, I like sharing. Look, sharing plays feels like something that I'm like everyone has done this forever, or like I don't know. It used to be. It always takes a different form, but I'm like, is yeah. there anything sweeter than just being like, here are ten songs I really like. I hope you like them. Yeah, like, I'm like that's the nice thing you could do it Wait, really that is. is really nice music is a really intimate way to bond people so, are making oh cds God. for each other no. and like cassettes like that's always been yeah, yeah i don't like people must have done something before i guess you couldn't right i guess you had to just be like i like this record yeah listen to you can buy the whole record for somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. or i guess you could you could, if you were a musician you could be like i'm gonna play eight songs i really like for you but that's a different have you dated a, a musician um, not like a professional musicians. There should like be an app like that is chefs, comedians, and musicians, <laughs> and it could be called Ten. Yeah. Ten. You or it could be called Manic. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do some psychological test to get on there. <laughs> yes. Are you medicated? Yes. Sorry, you don't apply. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's someone who is like more than one of those things, then they get like. I don't know. I feel like they would just rule the app. Yeah. If you were a chef and comedian musician, like, whoa, can you imagine? <sighs> wait, I can't imagine. But one time, someone <laughs> who was on this podcast, <laughs> wait, hold on. It was Chloe Trost. She at her show Cherry. She did this bit where she was like, "I am now. I write earnest music too," <laughs> and like it was a bit which became pretty clear pretty fast. <laughs> and I just like sometimes don't get the joke. And I was like, "Yay!" I was like, "All I've ever wanted was someone to fucking sing an earnest fucking song, I fucking love sing to me." Music. Yeah, I really wanted her to just sing like a do Julian you, Baker song. Do either of you do like any music? No, no. I am so I am so not artistically talented in any Strictly way. I'm not, music I am not at all. Okay. We're not, we're not, um, I played the trombone, the guitar and the piano, but never really. That's a ton. Okay. Yeah. I played the trumpet in middle school, but that was like, cause I had to, but I was okay with it, but I like progressively got worse over the years. Do you I play anything? I, I mean like I played the piano growing up, but I wasn't like great at it. And I'll, I did at the point that I had to do an instrument, I did clarinet and then stopped when I didn't nice. have to. Vanessa, wait, okay. I just had a memory in music yes. class all throughout middle school and grade school. Whenever we would go to the bathroom, Barbara Baldwin, our teacher, she would you would have um, a giant clarinet that you had to take to the bathroom with you because only one person could go at a time. But oh, then you would bring what do you it mean back. By a giant clarinet. A giant clarinet. Was it the size of regular? Was it like a keychain? It was the size of my femur. That's. <laughs> and now this is a real. This is a real instrument, or this is like a. Pe- this like is a, a real <laughs> instrument that I one time blew in the hall, and I. <laughs> you had to take an instrument. <laughs> kind of like to my boyfriend. Wait, why do they kidding. make you take the instrument with you? Why just to make sure that only one that. person would be at the bathroom at a time, but like they never washed it and it was really gross. And I think that this like a huge safety concern. I'm so, so beyond gross. confused. We're blowing whistles <laughs> and clarinets right now. Why not? <laughs> like, it, I, I like if I was a teacher and I was like, you need a hall pass. I would have just like 
gotten a piece of cardboard or something. I would the have normal made thing that literally to anything. I think I would have gotten any object other than a probably a pretty valuable instrument. Yeah, to get a bunch of kids to get shit on. Yeah. <laughs> it's really and it's just like loose in the classroom in case anybody has to take a piss. Like I'm so confused. Also, yeah. an instrument just like full of crevices. Yeah, it was really like, gross, oily stuff. And like you're coming, and people are not washing their hands, and then they're touching yeah. the clarinet. Are they changing that read? Yeah, I don't think she ever did. <laughs> so everybody's so going out in the hallway and just blowing it in the hallway. Yeah, probably. That's fucking. Crazy. Okay, this is why the nuns should not be teaching. No. <laughs> Barbara Baldwin. Was, well, her, was that a nun? It was. She was not a nun, but she was single. <laughs> so as all nuns well famously are, single. So the, there's kind of like the Venn diagram. Here's the thing: at Catholic school, you're kind of either a nun or adjacent, like or like. You're stern. Quality. You're stern. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not stumbling in there bubbly. It's okay. Like, yeah. Did you're you not miss... gonna make it with yeah. the Marys. It's like, not a chance. Fun. Did you yeah, miss like... none training? Yeah. Like, how did you end up here? Yeah, why are you smiling so much? That's yeah. not what we do around here, okay? <laughs> it was really fun. Furrow that brow. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes it was that it was always women. Or you would have like a twenty three year old kind of girl who would then ultimately get married, have a baby and leave. But I loved those ones. Like Miss <laughs> Collins, now Mrs. Corrado voted for George Bush, which I thought was weird in first How, grade. Do you follow her? Like, are you? No, I should see what she's up to. Facebook? Okay. I'll find her on the internet. Valerie. That's how I learned the name Valerie. <laughs> she was so sweet. She gave me the Peacemaker Award at the end of the year. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. I, was a li- I was a little bitch. <laughs> Were <laughs> you a Peacemaker? peacemaker I was a tattletale. Wow. So it's a snitch award. I didn't did, know where I belonged. Uh, did everyone Teacher's pet. Here's the thing. Yes. And you got peacemaker. Yeah. When I was in kindergarten, we had we all got awards and I and it was alpha I was it was going alphabetically and I'm C, last name C and so it, it skipped me and I was like that's weird. And then you I got the best go, one because I got the best one at my Catholic school. I got the Christian Attitude Award. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Christian, Christian Attitude Award. <laughs> Why didn't you ever bring so this up? Good. I don't know. I kind of forgot about it. Actually, I remember that the other day. And you, it, you should it just came make, up. like put that certificate in your present day home. I know. I need to do something with all these awards I won. I was a homecoming queen. I was my superlative was best to bring home to mom and dad. I was the I had the Christian Attitude Award. Oh my god! What uh, which aligns with best to bring home to mom? Yeah, and dad, I've been keeping probably. a tight ship for a long time. There's something about the word <laughs> attitude. That I love, <laughs> yeah. like it's not like Christian spirit. Yay, it's Christian too. He's got an attitude, but it's Christian, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We ride for Jesus. Yeah, either. not even the Catholic attitude, the Christian attitude. Did you get? Was it were any of these high schools superlatives, or are these like this is like K through twelve? You were just building up these awards. So the the Christian attitude was kindergarten, and then my senior superlative, I guess, was a senior year, and then homecoming queen was also senior year. You got the, and you're like, don't get too excited. I'm transferring schools. To <laughs> <years>. <laughs> my, my parents said I have to go public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christian attitude. Christian attitude. It's fun. Did your siblings transfer schools? Um. Yeah. Well, Soph was went to kindergarten and first grade at like what the school we went to in Syracuse, and then she moved when we all moved. But then the other ones are started at in. Savannah. Yeah. My I went to the same school forever and ever. But then my older brother, they like transferred him around. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the older kid gets kind of like, we're going to like test drive you around to these schools. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I went to the most schools on. of anybody. <laughs> for yes. sure. Yeah. I moved around the most. That's funny. That's so interesting. Yeah. I went to one. I was like K through 12. Just all the way through. Catholic. Yeah. No public. No. You said we already did. Fuck. <laughs> did you guys do awards? <laughs> um, There was a fifth grade award and then there was like seniors programs. I don't think there were any interim yes, awards. Fifth grade being fifth a graduation Fifth grade like you graduate year. elementary yeah. school have... But it was only within your cl- maybe it was only my class. I don't remember. But we did do awards. Wait, sixth grade feels like a really stressful time because it's naturally a stressful time, and now you're starting in a new school. 
Yeah, you won't get any awards that year. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is it even for? We're doing oh Fiddler on Jesus the Roof, the musical. Christ. Where's my laminated piece of regular paper? <laughs> We're having to take clarinets to the bathroom. This place is crazy. <laughs> In sixth grade, I was kind I'll of like... I'll never forget that. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. That is the That's the most insane thing. It's like, sometimes people are being so stupid, and it's like, why? Yeah. Like, we can break out of this. Like, you no, don't have she, to do this. Wait, you're literally, I was, that's literally my morning pages today about Soul Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Um, that was nice. Before we, uh, before we wrap up, Sophia, do you want to plug socials or anything coming up? Oh my up? gosh. Um, okay, my socials are um, Instagram. I'm Sophia Manfia, which is a little joke if you know my name. <laughs> um, and I kind of, I feel like I don't have anything else. I wish I had something to plug. I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's a famously not a lot going on these days. So, yeah, I have, you know, I guess if you want to support Sophia, strike. support the strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, honk as much as possible <laughs> in the coming weeks and months. Yeah. To support Yes, us. absolutely. All right. Um, we'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Thank you.